get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kerker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. We head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and our friend Mike Claiborne joins us from Florida this morning. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Well, um, I, I'm good, I think. I'm just waiting on this, this visual to <laughs> unfold over here at the ballpark. So I was doing my walk this morning, and there are, like, fans and just media people out there. I mean, and every day it increases. And it's almost like they're waiting on when they uh, elect a pope. They're just waiting <laughs> on some smoke to come out of a chimney or something to get this thing figured out. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, I mean, there's like maybe 50, maybe 80 fans just standing there. And then there's like 50 or 80 media guys with camera crews. And, and we're just, they're just standing around. Some people bought lawn chairs just <laughs> out there. It, it, it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's a show. And you can figure what word goes before the show. But I would imagine, Claves, that once people hear that after a 16-hour day and meetings that stretch until 2 a.m., the, the deadline getting pushed back to today at 4 p.m. Central Time, that they think that a, a, a deal may be close. So that's why I can, I can imagine people sitting out there waiting for the white smoke. Yeah, and, you know, and, and you're right, Michelle, but even when the deal is done, then what? I mean, you know, we go back to baseball in some way, shape, or form, but, you know, when you think about all the free agents that are sitting out there and logistically it's going to be a nightmare because there's no housing in, in South Florida. OK, I mean, the rentals have consumed everybody. The snowbirds are here. Uh, all the people who started in the pandemic who came from the north, they haven't left. So I just say to anybody who doesn't have a place now, wish you well. So that, that's just one element. You throw in the fact that teams now are going to have their minor leaguers coming in. Um, it, it's going to be a circus around here and certainly Arizona. And, and Mike, Major League Baseball wants to get four weeks in because they want to take care of those communities that have built stadiums for them. So regardless of when it starts, if they come to an agreement on March 1st or March 15th, it appears as if there's going to be at least a four-week spring training. It, it sounds that way, Randy. And, and you know... For most people who, like, get their rentals from January to the end of March, this thing could spill into April, and you'll have a lot of people stay. We'll have 10 cities all over this place before it's over with. Hey, we were wondering if with the Cardinals bringing back Hudson, bringing back Flaherty, bringing back Michaelis, if maybe a 120-game season might benefit the Cardinals a little bit because, as you know, Mike, more than most, that six-month is a, it's a different sport. If you don't have to play the sixth month, do you think that would benefit the Cardinals? I think it would be a great advantage for the Cardinals because they have extra arms, you know, whether it's some other guys that they have, maybe Oviedo. I don't know about 
you know, how, how he's faring. But there are enough guys with major league experience that can certainly come in and shore up the gap. And, you know, it, but here's the other side of that coin. If you're a starting pitcher and you're trying to get X amount of innings and wins in for contractual reasons, uh, you not have as many opportunities and the numbers may not look as good. But I, I would think that if you have to go into arbitration or if you're negotiating, I think that would all be, you know, prorated to a point. But the concern is this. Once guys go oh, it's 120 innings or, you know, 130 innings compared to, what, 20 years, 15 years ago where guys are going 200-plus, uh, it, it just sends the wrong message about the future of the game. Yeah. And Clibs, I know it'll never happen because of money, but Randy and I in this conversation were talking, and I don't wonder if it would benefit baseball to shorten the season anyway, because the way that guys are getting used these days and the injuries that we're seeing, how hard they throw, I just think that you would be able to better preserve your players, which are your product, if you didn't have as many games. Good point you make. I think we may be headed in that direction because we're looking for productivity uh, and maybe on a limited basis because guys go all out for every pitch, every inning, and, and we appreciate it, but we just see that they can't hold up over the course of a season. And, and again, you go back to how your contract is going to be structured, where does that mean you expand your roster by two, maybe expand it by three to make sure you have enough competent arms in order to get through a season? Uh, so there are a lot of things, I think, that are still on the table that have to be discussed with respect to the future and how people are going to be viewed especially when it comes to numbers, because we are such a numbers-driven uh, sports society. Those sort of things are going to tend to play, I think, even more. Claves, because it's March, when I got in this morning at 6, I, I went down a YouTube rabbit hole with the Christian Leitner shot because Travis Ford was on the Kentucky team. Remember, he was, he was right. on the bench You're for that right. Kentucky team. And I'm watching that final two minutes again, and it's unbelievable. Is that Leitner shot, in your opinion, the biggest moment in NCAA tournament history? Uh, it's probably in that, it's certainly in the discussion and probably uh, uh, on the medal stand between gold, silver, and bronze. I'm sure there's another one that will come to mind. You know, I always think about on a local front, the Tyus Edney coach yeah. against Mizzou. Uh, and He's you smart. have those local, yeah, you have those local ones that really stand out. I think an impact over the course of college basketball because it's Duke, because of the, the situation that they were in, you're probably right that that probably had the biggest impact on the game as we know it. And, and I think we all now live for the, that day in college basketball when the tournament rolls. Because if you look at this year, and we can look at this past weekend, how many ranked teams went down, it's anybody's game now. It's anybody's game to win. Now, and granted, we'll have 10 teams that we all talk about, whether it's Kansas or Duke or Kentucky. Those, those teams will always be in the conversation. But you always have like East Tonell State Wesleyan who gets in because they're in the who knows what conference and they get in and all of a sudden they get on a hot run. Uh, they get somebody on the other team in foul trouble early and all of a sudden the, the other team has to counter and do some things that they're not accustomed to doing you still have that hope. Yeah. Now, granted, they only get through the first round. In the second round, it's over with, and they go back home, and everybody's having a parade for them. But overall, it's still what makes the game fun to watch. And I'm in the position now where I just don't know how many really good teams are in the tournament 
you know, what team can go truly coast to coast and dominate? I don't think we have those teams anymore. Well, now that we have Wichita State, we have Loyola, we have uh, Butler going to back-to-back Final Fours. Yeah. It can't happen. You, one of the great things about sports that I'll never get tired of, and we've we've all been in these situations. Guys, I remember sitting at Charlie Spoonhour's restaurant in the Central West, and the Billikens were going to play in 1998 when Bryce Drew for Valpo, hit the shot against Ole Miss, a three-pointer, and the place yep. is packed, and everybody in the place goes, ah! <laughs> it's, that's what's cool about sports. I, I agree, and you know, we have this thing, we always root for the underdog, and when we see teams, and, and remember, the teams we're talking about, we, wouldn't, we couldn't name those players if they were breaking in our house. Okay? Right, we right. don't know who they are. But we root for them on that particular day, and, and we'll never see them again. You know, those guys are somewhere teaching school and doing something great in their community. But it's that one moment that you appreciate, and you always remember it. And, and that's what I think makes the tournament fun, despite the fact that the NCA, with all their other goofy rules, try to muck it up all the time. Uh, do you already have dinner plans down in the greater Jupiter area for tonight? <laughs> Uh, you know what? This is going to be a home night. Uh, okay, good. I was out with a good buddy. You, you guys know Fast Eddie. Yeah. So we, we had dinner last night. This will be a home night. I'm trying to figure out what I'm cooking for dinner. And i got to be honest with you, I've done more cooking at home here this year than I have in the past, maybe because none of my colleagues are here and we can't go out to dinner and just kind of – you know, hang out. So I'm just, I've, I've become Chef Boyardee here more for the most part. Good for you, Claves. Not proud of you. Not a Chef Boyardee cans, but just the guy <laughs> itself. <laughs> right, right. Hey, tell us what's going on at Claves online on YouTube and on all the socials. Well, here's what we're doing this week. We were really holding back for our baseball edition. So we're kind of going like we're running silent for, for a bit. We've got some interviews that are coming up. Uh, we'll, we'll st- we're going to visit with uh, Ian O'Connor this week. We're cool. going to run that later this week to talk about Mike Krzyzewski as we get into the conference tournament. And we're going to have a couple of other people later in the week, but we're really trying to hold off because we want to get this baseball thing up and running and, and have some fun with that. Hopefully so we'll I would have... just suggest, just check everything out. We, we're going to have, and I'm talking with Alex Ferrario later today. We're talking about blues hockey Great. and the run that they're on right now. Yeah. And hopefully we'll have some good news at 5 o'clock your time, 4 o'clock Central this afternoon when the deadline is supposed to hit. Claves, have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. I'm looking for the smoke later today. <laughs> All right, brother. See ya. That right. is the okay. great Mike Claiborne on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? 
Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.